1: and presents what a word from the lord radio show i'm your host stevie r butler and this radio show is being broadcast from stevie b me the studio carolina studio in the great state of north carolina ladies and gentlemen we are just grateful for the privilege made to bring you a program where we as christians and members of the churches of christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious wow. gospel of jesus christ on a weekly basis if you'd like to contact us while we're live on the air this evening, just give me a call to the live show at 713-955-0508. If you have any questions or comments for any of my co-hosts or my special guests on this radio show, just send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com. Or you can give me a call at Steve Bigman Studio at 910-491-6405. Now, again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ. And if you need any assistance in locating the congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and sit along with us here on What a Word from the Lord, Radio Show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord, Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special edition tonight, every third Tuesday of the month, my co-host, Shauna Otis, with the Great Way Church of Christ in Nashville, Tennessee. She has a team, the Mid-Tennessee Singles Ministry, that airs every third Tuesday of the month, so enjoy your listening experience. Shauna Otis, take it away.
2: My name is Bryant Malone, and you're listening to the Mid-Tennessee Singles Hour Power on the What a Word from the Lord radio show.
0: Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, and my brothers and sisters in Christ. I bring you greetings from the state of Tennessee. My name is Shawna Otis. I am the president of the Mid-Tennessee Singles Ministry and one of the co-hosts for the CBB Media Productions on What a Word from the Lord radio show. We thank each of you for tuning in tonight. To the, well, Let me stop right here. I'm sorry, because before we go further, um, if you can mute your lines, if everybody can mute your lines, because we're hearing background noises right now. So if you can mute your lines, because um, we're hearing background noises. And that's just a, hitting the simple mute button on your phone, iPad, television, on your cell phone or what have you, and just place on mute. Thank you. We thank you, each of you for tuning in tonight to the mid Tennessee Singles Hour Power I'm here tonight with the Mid-Tennessee Singles Ministry. Our committee consists of 13 members across the various states. Our mission is to empower singles to become fully devoted to followers of Christ, to encourage one another to live an abundant life, and to equip singles to demonstrate God's love by reaching the law, teaching, and preaching God's word. We ask you that when you make your comments and ask your questions this evening that you be mindful of others that um that you be mindful of others and limit your comments to ensure everyone that wants to make a comment or ask a question will be able to do that please remember once you make your comment or ask your question please remember to place your phones back on mute to eliminate all background noises and we say that again please make sure that you keep your phones muted um during um, just to eliminate all background um, noises as all the microphones will be live, our guest preacher for tonight's show is Brother Brian C. Jones. He is the senior minister at the New Birth Church of Christ. Brian C. Jones is the author of two life-changing books, Finding My Good Thing, regarded as one of the best books written on Christian dating, and The Art of Soul Winning. A strategic, oh, I'm sorry, a strategic guide to effectively win souls in the social media age. He facilitates two life-transforming workshops: the art of soul winning and finding my good thing to to inspire audiences around the country throughout his content. Brian currently serves as the senior minister for the New Minister for the New Church of Christ. He's a dynamic, purpose-driven. Um, a dynamic, perfect, purpose-driven congregation of the Lord's people in Louisville, Kentucky. Brian is a passionate student of scripture who graduated in December of 2019 with a master's degree in biblical studies from Faulkner University in Montgomery, Alabama. He enjoys spending time with his family, traveling, and pursuing his purpose of transforming lives through his life-changing ministry. Brian is married to his amazing wife, Ms. Danielle P. Jones, and you can get to know how God united them together in marriage in their life-changing dating book, Finding Magazine. Without further ado, to our topic tonight is on trust. Um, and we just ask you just to sit back, listen, ask questions, make comments um, as Brother Brian C. Jones opens us up discussing the, top, uh, the topic trust tonight. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, Sister Otis. I want to thank you and the Mid-Tennessee Singles Ministry for allowing me this precious opportunity to come tonight and to uh, share, I hope, and pray, trust, and believe. You're going to strap on your spiritual seatbelts as we dive, delve deep into this topic called uh, trust. Certainly, I want to thank my friend, uh, Brother Stevie B., uh, for this opportunity as well. It was an African-American filmmaker author and anthropologist Zora Neale Hurston who said, and I quote, if you are silent about your pain, they will kill you and say that you enjoyed it. Beloved, we live in an age where it is harder to establish trust because of the nature of our current cultural climate. Many people have felt the pain of being victimized by untrustworthy people. And I believe that discerning the attribute of trust is necessary for obtaining and maintaining quality relationships. Beloved, a shift has taken place. And let me define what a shift is. A shift is an unexpected or expected change that redefines normality. And I want you to know that we live in the days of alternative facts artificial friends and ambiguous feelings, but I want you to know that God will use untrustworthy people, teach us that we need to place our trust in him. Uh, Beloved, I like that because in Psalm 118, the verse number eight, the Bible says, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust man. In other words, the psalmist is simply saying that it's okay to trust man, but it's just better to place your shelter and your refuge and your trust in God Because trust is an attribute that is baked into the faith pie. The New Testament really doesn't use the word trust As does the Old Testament But the New Testament uses the word faith We understand that faith comes from the Greek term pisteis, And faith is a divine persuasion which means that we have learned so much about our God, and God has demonstrated his powerful attributes to humanity for thousands and thousands of years, so long that we have developed trust in God. You see, trust is when you can confidently believe a person's reliability, humility, ability, capability, stability, and accessibility. The Proverbian writer also says in Proverb 3, this is your verse, I know you can quote this, uh, in verse number 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct uh, your paths. The, the text teaches us tonight to trust In the Lord, because many of you know that when you have trusted in other people, you found yourself leaning. You're leaning to try to rationalize behavior that is not even rational. That's why he says trust in the Lord. Place your beliefs in the Lord. Allow the divine persuasion of God maneuvering maneuvering in your life and moving in your life over your entire life to persuade you that God is with you and will always be there for you. See, beloved, we can thank God tonight for being a God who can do all things. But I've learned as I have sojourned on this earth for so many years that I I can thank God for what God cannot do. Did you hear that tonight, beloved? I said, we can thank God all day long for all the things that God could do. But I'm saying to you tonight that we need to learn how to thank God for what he can't do. There are two things that God can't do. Let me give them to you. Number one, God cannot lie. That's enough to run around the whole house right now. God uh, cannot lie. It's impossible for God uh, to lie. And number two is God can't fail. So whatever mission that God is on, if God's hand is over your life, then you don't have to worry about it because we trust in God because God is indeed a trustworthy God. But if we're just being honest, people have been mistreated by people so much that many have developed a perpetual disdain, a dislike, or they even dismiss people at the moment of disagreement. Has someone ever asked you this question, beloved, do you trust me? Here's what I've learned about when someone asks you, do you trust them? Automatically, you need to know that that person who asks you that question does not believe that you trust them. And if they believed you, they wouldn't even ask you that question. I've learned to never trust anyone who will take all the credit but can't take any of the criticism because there's a duality to trust, as it has to work both ways. You can't expect people to automatically trust you when you haven't demonstrated satisfactory trustworthiness to another person yourself. So trust has to be built over time uh, through, I want you to catch this, character, care, and consistency. Did you get that? Through care, Character and consistency. Because if you're not careful, you can fall into the trap of being betrayed by someone you trusted. And then many people make the mistake of painting every person with the same brush of betrayal. And the reason why it's important to learn the attributes of trust is because sometimes people think that you get to a point where you can know you can trust someone. Let me tell you something. Recently, I got asked the question, Brother Jones, how do I know if I can trust someone? Have you ever thought about that question before? How do I know if I can trust someone? Here's what I explained to that person based on my wisdom and knowledge, the little wisdom and knowledge that God has given me, beloved. That question is really asked with a false and flawed premise. Because trust isn't a feeling. Trust, it's less about knowing who you can trust. And it's more about learning that you can trust someone. Because trustworthiness has to be built, watch this, through care and consistency. And my response to this person also was, is that human beings are fallible, which means that we are with error. And when you're dealing with fallibility, then you can only trust, watch this, based on probability. So there's no 100% trust in anybody. There's always a probability. So if we're working with the probability, with people who are dealing with infallibility, then we got to understand how to grow to learn whether or not you can trust people. Because trustworthiness is based off of behavioral responses, which may always be subject to change given various circumstances. So the first one I want to talk to you about is character, because if you're asking the question, how do I know if I can begin the process of trusting some, someone, well, beloved, uh, we got to talk about character, care, and consistently. And let me pause for the calls like Lou Rawls and see if there's anybody on the line that has had your heart sparked with an idea or a question or a comment at this time, please feel free to do so. All right, all right. We're going to keep it moving on tonight. So when you talk about character, uh, I want you to be mindful that Jesus uh, tells us in Matthew chapter 11 and verse number two, in one and two, because Jesus uh, was told that John the Baptist, the forerunner of Jesus Christ, was locked up and incarcerated. And this is the same John that said, behold, the Lamb of God who cometh to take away the sins of the world. This is the same John the Baptist who physically baptized the Son of God. This is the same John the Baptist that heard the voice of the Father say, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. This is the same John the Baptist that saw the Spirit descending on Jesus like a dove. And when John was incarcerated, And he was isolated and he was no longer able to participate. He was locked up and he sent word to his disciples to ask Jesus, are you the expected one or should we look for somebody else? And I think when Jesus responds to John's query and his question, he gives us a powerful principle that is pregnant with information about trust. And here it is in Matthew 11 and verse number two. Jesus answered and said to them, go And report to John what you see and hear. The blind receive sight, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. What are you saying about Jesus tonight, Brother Jones? Many times you can learn from what you hear and what you see in terms of who you can trust, because many people will tell you, I'm a trustworthy God. I'm a trustworthy woman. I'm a trustworthy Christian. And all of that sounds good and sweet, but what you can tell is by a person's behavior, a person's behavior doesn't lie. What you've heard about people from credible sources are not lies. So you can base your trust on who you can trust based on the character of the person to whom you're thinking about trusting, because you have to be like Jesus and tell John the Baptist, just go and report to them what you've seen and what you've heard. I'm not trying to go and chase down every devil that tries to assassinate my name and assassinate my character. I'm not trying to go and prove everybody wrong. I just tell people like Jesus, just go see how many people I baptized. Go see how many people I brought to Christ. Go see how many. I've grown. Go see how many people I've helped. And I don't have to argue with you about who I am and what I'm trying to do. And I don't have to argue with you about questioning my motives and telling me what I'm trying to do and what I'm really trying to do it for. Just go ask somebody about Brian C. Jones. Ask somebody based on what they hear and what they see. And you can go to sleep at night because you know you can be trusted based on what you can prove through your character second thing I want to talk to you about in dealing with developing trust is care uh, care care is something that has to be demonstrated and love has to be demonstrated so when a person has demonstrated to you that they care about you that they love you they have demonstrated that they have an awareness of your needs and when you think about God and the power of God. What we learn in how we can trust God is the same practices and principles that we need to learn about how to trust people, because God cared for Israel. God cares for the church. God demonstrated his love for Israel when he parted the Red Sea. God demonstrated his love for the church when he allowed Jesus to come and die for us. So God was with the Israelites as a cloud by day and a fire by night. Why, Brother Jones? Because God cared for them. So when you can mention that you have a need, when you have opened up to people and they know things about you, sometimes you can know who you can trust by who is willing to help out and assist uh, with your needs. I'm reminded of my best friend before he got uh, married, and I remember that he had a knee surgery. And the girl to whom he was dating at the time, uh, found out that he had to have the surgery, so she was at the hospital every day. She was bringing him things. He, she was bringing him uh, personal effects from his home. He gave her uh, his keys, and he told her what to get in every day. She was there by his side. What are you saying on tonight? Sometimes you can learn how to trust people by the consistency of the way they care for you. And you can never not trust a person uh, if you Uh, know that their character and their concern and care for you, watch this, is consistent. Next thing I want to talk to you about quickly is consistency. Yeah, consistency. And when you're talking about developing trust, we need to be thinking about who has been consistent in my life because consistency has a duality consistency could be they are consistent in lying. They are consistent in being late. They are consistent in saying they're going to do one thing but end up doing the opposite. Sometimes you don't have to call people out. Just pay attention to what what they are consistent in. And many people are consistently inconsistent. Oh, beloved, I think I need to pause for the cause one more time and see if there's any questions on this, because maybe uh, there's an idea or a thought in your mind about dealing with trust. And I think that we get uh, the powerful example of dealing with trust uh, through learning how we can trust God. Therefore, if people have attributes that God has, then we could likely know that the probability of trusting that person will increase if we see some consistency. Anybody got any questions on that so far tonight? All right, all right. We're going to make it do what it do. So I want you to know that you can typically trust the character and behavioral traits that the person most consistently displays, whether they are good or bad. And I want you to know that because many times uh, consistency is at least The starting or building of trust or consistency could be you building a wall from trusting a person. And so consistency displays whether or not the person has demonstrated trustworthy behavior or untrustworthy behavior. And even with all of that being said, people can always change because when life changes – People can change, but I want you to know that when you understand how people, people's behavior factors into your ability to trust them, then you can know that you have reached a probability where you can believe that you can trust the person. Hey, listen, one, one thing about my wife, I'll just tell you this before we get ready to go to a break, one thing about my wife is she knows that I have always made sure we had money to pay the bills, I've always made sure she knows that when she calls, I'm going to pick up because she's my wife. Um, I've always given her what she, what I told her that I was going to give her. I'm not perfect, and I'm, I, I may leave something around the house that makes her mad every now and then, and I may leave a, a hair or two when I get ready to shave or something like that in the sink, and she'll go crazy over that. But I'm just simply telling you, she knows the areas where she can count on me and trust because I've developed doing it so consistently that she knows that she can trust me. And, beloved, that's the only thing that you have to go off of, understanding a person's care, a person's character, and a person's consistency. And when you understand that from God's level, then that would help us take out those attributes of trust that we have in God and compare those to other people to know that if those people are connected to God Then we can trust the godly Attributes that they have But if a person is not connected To God then we cannot Trust those attributes Because they're not being held accountable To God They're not being held accountable To God I think we'll go ahead and end right there I want to thank y'all for listening thus far May God bless you
3: it ain't easy. Sometimes it gets hard down here, Lord. Sometimes it gets rough. So rough, so rough. Sometimes it gets tough for me. Has anybody ever... I'm
2: to the Mid-Tennessee Singles Hour
3: Pod.
2: Amen, amen, amen. I want to thank you for your time on tonight in dealing with uh, trust. Again, we certainly want to thank the Mid-Tennessee Singles and Brother Stevie B for this opportunity to share on tonight. Thus far, we've talked about how to learn how to trust and develop trust through care, character, and making sure you see a person's consistency. And that usually is done through understanding how God is consistent. But tonight, since we have uh, certainly singles on the line, one of my passion, passions is dealing with trying to help singles. I, I can remember, before the Lord blessed me to find my good thing, uh, that, I had to learn so much as a single person. And sometimes when you are spending time by yourself, it can be a scary thing to learn yourself. And while you are single, it's an opportunity for you to make some mistakes so that you can learn uh, from your mistakes. And you can go back, particularly for those who actually Desire and aspire to be married. Sometimes you need to get a Dating shovel and go back and dig up some of the things that you could have done Better and let me pause real quick and just kindly ask our listening audience to go ahead and do me a favor and hit that mute button button right now if you're not speaking Go ahead and hit the mute button for us. I want to get this information out clearly to everyone Uh, that's listening on tonight thank you so much in advance uh but sometimes you have to go back and get a dating shovel and dig up and exhume what you could have done better uh in your last dating relationship so that when god does indeed bless you with the person to whom he has for your life that you don't have the hiccups and the hang-ups and the arduous issues that you had before because many times when people break up with you uh then you can argue and complain about what they did not do, but sometimes you have to look at, look back and see what did I drive them to do. Uh, what about me, what, did they force themselves to be driven to, to bro- break up with me? Because sometimes you may not be as trustworthy as you claim to be. And what I want to tell you uh, on tonight is that you got to understand there's some stuff in your life that you need to work on in terms of trust so that you can make yourself better for the person to whom you've been praying to God for. Because it is absolutely hypocritical, y'all pray for me, to seek and expect perfection in a mate for marriage while being woefully imperfect yourself. And many of you have been thinking about who Uh, has proven themselves to be untrustworthy in your life as I've been speaking. But I want to uh, put this thing in reverse and help you out individually on your own personal development so that you can be thinking about how you could improve your trustworthiness in terms of your characteristics, your care, and your consistency, because in 2022 – I want to encourage everyone listening tonight to practice more Christianity than you post. Let me pause right there and just let that uh, sermonically marinate just for a moment. Yeah, you got to practice more Christianity than you post on social media. And this is just for my social media heads. Listen to this. Here it is. Everybody on social media, get this, ain't who they post to be. Y'all better pray for me tonight. So I want to tell you that sometimes the length of time you've been together with someone is not always equivalent to the length of quality time you've had together. I got a call today from a sister that wants me uh, to uh, marry her later on this um, this year, and I'm absolutely excited about it. She and her fiancé are members of our church and just uh, great people, and me and my wife are going to begin the process of going through counseling with them. But I want you to know that anytime you are dating and you're trying to work on the attribute of trust to see if this is the person to whom you want to spend uh, the rest of your life with, it needs to be a person uh, that you can trust. And can I tell you what you cannot trust? You cannot trust a person that is not uh, submissive to God just like the husband has to be submissive to God and the wife has to be submissive to God. Everybody has to be in subjection and submissive to God because it is the godly characteristics. It is the godly qualities. And I want y'all to hear this tonight. That's going to help you have more trust in the person to whom you are dating and the person to whom you plan to be with. Because let me tell you something, the godliness, helps us out with our morality, because nobody wants to be cheated on. Is that right? Nobody wants to be drugged through the mud uh, like a a jockey at the Kentucky Derby. No no one wants to be left behind and treated all kinds of ways. So what happens is we make the mistake of placing more emphasis on our uh, emotions and physicality than we do in spirituality. But when you get married to a person, it is not the emotion that's going to help you. It is not the physicality that's going to help you. Uh, what's going to help you in your marriage is the person's spirituality. And if, if it's hard, I want you all to hear this. I'm giving you all some games, some spiritual wisdom and games tonight. Please get this. If it's hard for two, two obedient Christians to make it, And two, obedient Christians that's faithful to God if it's hard for them to make it. How hard will it be for you to be, watch this, equally yoked to a person that can't help you pull the weight that you need to in your marriage? So I tell single people all the time, when you're single, it is a powerful opportunity to work on yourself. Am I trustworthy? When I tell people I'm going to call them back in five minutes, is it five days? When I tell people I'm going to be at their house at this time, am I an hour late? And when I tell people I'm going to do something, do I do it? Because many times you end up reaping, oh God, what you sow. And so many times we also get ourselves involved with people who have not demonstrated a level of trustworthiness, but because we are so infatuated with them romantically. We're so infatuated with them in terms of the possibility. And we're so infatuated with them in terms of their physicality that we can let things like character, and do they really care about you, and when they heard you say that you needed something, that they show up for you, that they ask if there's anything that I can do, that they try to help you out in any way they can, Well, could you call that person at 2 or 3 a.m. if you're stranded on a a dangerous highway, and would that person pick up, or would that person come back and say, man, my phone was on silent, I'm sorry, man, I'm a heavy sleeper I had on my headphones or whatever it is they're telling you, so some people, you got to recognize that they have never demonstrated any level of trust while you dating them. So how is it that, that you can miraculously think that if you decide to marry them and spend the rest of your life with them that they can automatically end up having some faith in you? Is there somebody that has a question at this time? Okay, I thought I heard someone say something. So feel free. Uh, if there's a question, please uh, uh, let me know at this time. All right, so here, here it is. So I want you to know that it is important for people as singles to develop the kind of characteristics that provide value for a potential marriage, uh, that provides value for a potential marriage. So I want to encourage all of you, it's okay to make mistakes. Because your mistakes will prepare you for the next person to whom God has for you. And if the next person is not the right person, then you're going to learn something in the next dating relationship that will prepare you for the next person to whom God has for you. And if that person is who God has for you, then that person will end up getting the finished product in terms of your dating experience than having a person that's still making mistakes because you hadn't had enough experience. So I want you to know that sometimes uh, God will give you a thorn to keep you at his throne. Many of you uh, have always contemplated the fact, is it going to happen for me? Is it going to happen for for you? Is it going to happen for this person? Why hasn't it happened for me? And I want to tell you that what's so beautiful about your process is you have a God that you can trust, you have a God that's able to help you find somebody that can fulfill and help you out in your life on your mission together as you work for God Almighty. So it is all about finding someone of like-minded, precious faith that loves God just as much as you do, because God is, in fact, the glue that can help Keep your marriage and your relationship together So without God as the glue There's nothing sticking that person to you That rhyme, pray for me I feel like a, a Christian rapper at this point But sometimes I just have a way with making words rhyme That just come to my mind like that Pray for me So I want to tell you that sometimes I tell people that there is a satire Of relationship sabotage It's almost humorous. It's almost uh, comical that we don't realize it, but your behavior as a single person to dictate and determine the quality that somebody else to whom may be interested in you may have for you in terms of the value that you add or the value that you don't add. And many times, if we're not careful with taking a dating comb And combing through your past relationships You can find some And this is what I did too You can find some flaws in the way you acted You can find some flaws in the way that you behaved And you will end up possibly When you cried End up thanking God that he didn't allow you To get with that person Because you had not yet developed into the person To whom God wants you to be Because if you can't make it to nothing small In the dating You can't make it to nothing big in the marriage And many times we end up sabotaging all of our relationships, and we don't even know it because we've never taken the time to really think about what it is that we could focus on and improve on in terms of trust. And if you never do that, then you can become a victim in your own mind and don't realize that you can really be the victor if you focus on how can I better add value. Can a person trust me? Will I be there for people? Am I the person that people first think about that's reliable and accessible and gives humility and demonstrates your ability and your capability and your stability? Can people see God in me? Because those are the kinds of attributes that people look at NBA stars. People often ask the question, why does the NBA player date the high school sweetheart when he has all of the women coming after him once he began to sign the contract and make millions of dollars. Why is it that he goes with uh, the person from his high school or his college days? That's because he understands that trust is something that needs to be displayed as consistent and with care and with character. And if that woman has demonstrated To him before that she has all those attributes. He doesn't want to try to go on his own sometimes and figure out if there's somebody else he can trust because it takes time to build trust. That's why I tell people, uh, there's always, and if you read my book, shameless plug, if you read my book, uh, finding My Good thing, there's a chapter in there that I want you to read. I won't espouse on it tonight, but there's a chapter that I want you to read for those of you who've been dumped before. Uh, many times you've been dumped before by somebody that you thought had potential, dumped by somebody that you thought that you can introduce your mama to, dumped by somebody that you thought could be the one for your life and you envisioned yourself mentally having kids with them. You even saw the house that y'all were going to be living in, praise God. But all of a sudden something happens and the relationship ends and then you fall to pieces and you want to give up on who God can bring into your life. Listen, when somebody breaks up with you, don't cry, shout, and thank God for it. Because what God was doing is letting you know that this is not the person to whom he has for your life. Save your tears, save save your agony, go to bed at night because God is going to open up the eyes from somebody's spiritual cataract because they have been blinded to your value. They have been blinded to what you bring to the table. And once God clears away surgically that spiritual cataract, he's going to let some man or some woman see the beauty that you possess in your character, the beauty that you possess in your care for one another, and the beauty that you possess in your consistency. And when God unfolds that to that person, they are going to want to be with you because God has allowed them to see your trustworthy value. So what you need to do, beloved, is just get ready. You just need to, every every day as a single person, you ought to jump out the bed. This is an opportunity that I have have on my job, in my ministry, uh, to make an enormous impact on somebody's life today. Somebody's life is going to be different because I came into it, because I know how to add care. I know how to add character. I know how to add consistency. And when somebody sees that, they know that they can potentially trust you. The probability of them trusting you, Versus somebody else who has not demonstrated those character attributes, those care attributes, and and, and those consistency attributes, it's far less. That's how you make yourself more valuable and more worthy. Let me pause for the calls one more time, and after that, let's see if we have any questions, and then we'll wrap up in just a few moments. Beloved, sometimes your success is predicated on who you're connected to. The problem is that our problematic problematic issues occur in our lives as a result of our negative connections. So if you were to run a spiritual diagnostic test on your life, you may find out that your life has been infiltrated with negative influences. I cannot even tell you. I'm 42 years old, and I cannot even tell you how many people I have counseled and talked to. That wanted to give up on relationships, that wanted to give up on the idea of marriage, that wanted to give up on themselves and started blaming themselves for their lack of marriage or their lack of relationship because they ended up making a choice and making a decision To get with somebody that they thought had potential but no one ever taught them that you can't trust everybody and no one ever taught them a process by which you can have a higher probability of knowing if you can trust the person no one ever taught them that if a person does not display uh, godly characteristics and godly values that you can not expect them not to cheat on you not expect them not Uh, To lie on you, not expect them not to be there for you because the last time, and I've I've told sisters this and brothers this before, the last time that brother was at church was the day y'all got married he ain't seen a church house since because he was never consistent with his beliefs in Jesus Christ he was never consistent to living a Christian life and living by the biblical principles and morals and statutes and ordinances that are found in the Word of God that we subscribe to and we prescribe to and we uh, teach to other people and we live by so if a person is not committed to the values I think some people in this current cultural climate call this uh, high value men and high value women I think Every uh, single person needs to be High value whether you're male or Female amen somebody tonight I'm just telling you and teaching you and trying to Share with you is that we have to Look at trends And we have to look at what's consistent Otherwise you can Make a, a bad Choice because God is a kind of God That will give you free will And freedom Did you catch that God will give you Free will God doesn't Uh, Strip you away from your free will You have the free will power To do your will Or God's will You have free will God doesn't make you love him He allows you the opportunity to love him And then God gives you freedom You have freedom to do what it is you want to do And let me have a pause uh, And a cause for playing on some words here When I say you have freedom You have the power And the freedom And you are free to be dumb If you want to And then you may have to learn from some some of your mistakes uh, in the past. Amen somebody tonight. Uh, The old preachers used to say, uh, Brother Butler, uh, amen walls, even though ain't nobody in this room with me tonight. I just know I got y'all online. I'm just trying to help you understand it is better to put your trust in God rather than man because this begs the question, um, who is really adding value to your life versus who has devalued you and consistently added drama to your life. There are two types of people in this world, and I'm gone. Uh, I'm out your way tonight. There are two types of people in your life. They're, they are investors and consumers. Did you, you, did you catch that? That's a tweetable moment. In, investors and consumers. Who has invested uh, in your time? Uh, who has invested energy? Who has invested emotion and effort and, yay, money, uh, into your success, uh, but who has consumed your time and consumed your energy and consumed your emotion and watch this consume your money and re- that is reluctant to ever invest in your personal success, your goals and your dreams. Even in sports, coaches evaluate who's the best fit for their teams uh, to succeed, and whoever doesn't fit uh, with that team's uh, goal is dismissed from the team. At some point, you got to realize. You can't rise to higher heights. You can't have the relationship, uh, the engagement, or the marriage that you want. Watch this without trustworthy people in your life. And so I'm glad that I um, took the option of doing this uh, trust call tonight on the topic of trust from Sister Otis um, in January because um, I know that Valentine's is coming up. You thought I wasn't going to go there tonight, beloved You thought I wasn't going to go there tonight And and, and I don't want nobody to be so thirsty Spend money on somebody you don't like That you go on a date with somebody that you know not good for you Just because you're trying to appease your conscience And justify that you are important to somebody Beloved, as long as you are important to God You don't need a holiday holiday or a date of some shrimp or some popcorn with a with a brother or a sister that you care nothing about, that couldn't get you to heaven, uh, if Jesus were to come back, amen, somebody? Why don't you spend your time trying to evaluate, how can I be a better me? How can I pray that God blesses me with somebody so that I could do the work for God? And anytime you are with somebody and praying for somebody, that you could uplift the kingdom and do more for God, that is a prayer that benefits God and not yourself. And I want to tell uh, all of you listening tonight, you have an enormous opportunity to provide value to God and for other people. And if being married is something that you want, you work on your qualities of being trustworthy and you look for people who share those same qualities so that the probability of you trusting someone is high because you've done your homework and watched their care, watched their character and watch their consistency. Hey, listen, I got to get out of here. If 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 there are those of you tonight that want to hear more about relationships and being single and how you can – properly find uh, your mate for marriage and pray about that and learn about the dating do's and don'ts. Me and my wife wrote a book called Finding My Good Thing. I want you to have a copy of it. It is $15. Please go to my website because the Amazon will get you for a couple dollars because that's just what they do. Go to bryancjones.com Brian is there, B-R-Y-A-N uh, middle initial C last name Jones, bryancjones.com and I want you to get a copy of the best Christian dating book written on dating so that you can date with a spiritual purpose so that God could get glory and God could add to your life story with the mate that he has for your life. I want to say God bless all of you. Hope, pray, trust, and believe that something was said tonight that's been a benefit to your life. I want to thank Sister Otis and the Mid-Tennessee Singles Ministry for allowing me this opportunity to share. Please, please listen to the word of God And I hope that we've been a blessing to your life. May God bless you.
1: This is
3: Genesis Archer, and you are listening in to the Mid-TN Singles, Hour of Power.
0: Peace and love, everyone. Thinking
3: about what you've done for me in my life, I just want to say what you really mean to me. You're my everything, my joy and peace, you're the reason why I sing. Lord, I don't deserve anything you've given me, so I just got to say. you see.
2: You're listening to What a Word from the Lord
1: Radio Show. You've been listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show, episode 219.
3: How can I walk with Jesus? How can I? Mm? How can I? Mm? Yeah.
1: How
3: can I walk with Jesus? How can I? Mm? we a lot of trouble, our mama shed lots of tears, it was only by the grace of God, I made some changes over the years, and my friend said, how, tell me how, wanna know how. To